This podcast features explicit language and spoilers. Previously on Better Late Than Never, Dave and Drew reviewed Suspiria. Now, Dave and Drew are going to review Suspiria, the remake. Drew, what up? What's up, Dave? You and me reviewed Suspiria. We did. Yeah, the 1977 Dario Argento horror classic. Surprisingly artful and enjoyable, in my opinion. And pretty intense in a few parts. Very good. And here we are again, and we're going to be reviewing Suspiria. Again. But this time, the 2018 reboot. Yeah. So this is not going to really be an episode proper. I think we're just going to do a quick and dirty mini-sode on this. But I felt like since we did Suspiria previously and then this remake came out roughly the same time we were doing that and given the fact that from what I've heard it's supposedly pretty good or at least pretty interesting and I want to see it so yeah I thought we'd come back and cover this one too cool yeah glad to be back and uh enjoying the fact that this is our first such where are they now style you know recap episode yeah. Or a callback, if you will. Yeah. Hopefully we can uh, do more of these. Although I guess that would mean that there's just more and more remakes more coming More and more out, remakes. Right? Let us pray that there only be very few of these. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's think back to all the way a few months ago. What did we think of Suspiria Part 1? So definitely enjoyed it, right? And uh, a lot of it was around the artistry of the film and the cinematography the visuals the visuals the the timing you're just you felt like you were in this it had this really good surreal vibe to it yes and the europeanness of it helped with that well yes and uh you know uh all of the actors speaking different languages while being on camera and it being dubbed over for some but not others that was really unique. You don't see something like that very often. I don't I don't think I've ever seen it done like that anywhere else. I haven't. Yeah. No. Um well, you had it as a better late and as a movie that you would recommend for all audiences. I on the other hand felt a little more like it was a movie where if you're into horror and especially if you're into this type of horror, which is a, a gonzo, gory in your face style, Uh, definitely check it out. But if you're kind of John Everyman moviegoer... uh, Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know if I would argue with that. I don't 
I think I agree that the uh-huh. everyday film I mean, goer may not enjoy it as much as someone who's into a good old horror film. Right. I mean, the answer for me was that I liked it very much. Yeah. Because I love the horror genre and I like interesting takes on that genre, you know, so. And so now with that out of the way, how about we get to talking about this new one? Yeah. So Suspiria 2018 comes out. Perfect timing. And, uh, you know, I'll say at first I was very excited to see this, knowing that we had just seen this old classic, got some enjoyment out of that, interested to see what a new portrayal is going to look like. Right. Personally, I am way swayed and biased now going in. My expectations have been totally lowered simply from seeing a friend of mine post a negative review on Facebook. Really? Yes. What did he say? So his post uh, began with the words, nope, 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 nope. And not, not a good sign. Yeah, not not a good way to open that review. And uh, he essentially seemed to indicate that the direction that the the new director took this in was to build out the characters uh, and build out the plot to be a little deeper. That was something that we found to be maybe a little bit lacking in the uh, original Suspiria. Yeah, so maybe that's that's helpful. Um, my my friend's comment was saying that the diehard fans really d- weren't asking for that. They wanted more of the kind of standalone moments, more of the, uh, you know... The shocks. The shocks. And uh, from his comments, it seemed like the, the remake didn't really deliver on those types of moments. I see. Was this, a, was this friend a fan of the original himself? I presume so, but... I never really talked with the film about I talked about the film with him so I don't know for sure but the fact that he went to the extent to do the review and the tone of the review suggests that he was a fan of the original yeah I suppose it does um well I'd say on my end uh there was a lot of buzz around this movie and a lot of hype, especially around when the first teaser came out because it was very visually striking. Mm. And of course people have memories of the first one and how interesting it is. So to have a new one coming out kind of piqued people's interest a little bit. Yeah. Got people talking. And so, and of course the cast is pretty terrific too. You know, Tilda Swinton is absolutely the first person you would want to get in a remake of Suspiria. Mm. Right. If you're recasting that film today. Mm. So, you know, so at first I hear all this buzz, then the movie comes out and my impression reading like various different review sites and whatnot was mixed to positive. So kind of like your lukewarm positives or your negatives where it's negative, but they're like, but they really tried something interesting with this. Mm. It just didn't click with me Yeah, kind of reviews. So I'm like, okay. Um, it doesn't fill me with the like a burning desire to race to the theater right now, but this remains a movie that I am curious to check out. Mm. And so this is an actual better late than never scenario here since the movie, we missed it in its first run in theaters, and now it's back briefly at the Brattle Theater uh, in Harvard yes. Square. So we have. So we're late in the scope of the original release in theaters. That's right. Uh, we're late to the game yet again. <laughs> but Brattle is giving us a second chance. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's um, 
talk a little bit about what we think we're going to catch going into this um, just briefly. First, uh, Drew, do you know who directed this? I don't. Well, I, I mentioned Tilda Swinton is this. You know who that is, right? Uh, what else has she been in? Oh, true. <sighs> wow. <sighs> All right. <laughs> well, she was in the first Narnia movie. She was the White Queen. That okay. was kind of her big American breakout Hollywood. Now she's an A-lister movie. Yes. She was in, prior to that, a movie called Orlando. Okay. Uh, she was in snowpiercer she's in shitloads of shit she was in constantine with uh keanu reeves i'm pretty sure i know who this is now that you're talking about yeah yeah Yeah, she's great yeah really good actress do you know anyone else who's in this no i don't okay do you know who the director is no did you so his name is luca guadagnino i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but that's just i've seen it written that's how i'm guessing it's pronounced i'm pretty confident on the luca anyway okay uh, he directed a movie earlier this year called Call Me By Your Name. I'm not familiar. Oh, Drew. Oh, Drew. Oh. Come on. Um, well, uh, I didn't see it either. So, um, Damn it. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but I heard about it. <laughs> okay, at least. All right, I heard all right. of it. Um, he, it sounds like the dude knows what he's doing behind a camera. Okay. That and, um, that's what you want in a Suspiria movie, right? Uh, yes, you it's do. striking imagery. And I was filled with confidence by that first teaser that I saw because, you know, it, it seemed to me that they were really leaning into the dance school element of mm. it. Because even though the first one takes place at a dance school and there's one or two scenes that take place during the classes, the actual dance schooliness of it doesn't there's come not into much it very to much. It. There's yeah. not a lot of dance. That's a good point. And that struck me as a missed opportunity and one that they appear to be correcting in this where, like, the dancing will be A... In, tied into the witchiness and B, I believe it's going to be pretty visually striking, mm. which I'm very much looking forward to. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, Drew, I know that in the first Suspiria, a major thing that stands out about it is the music, right? Yes. The musical score, the soundtrack, really distinctive. Yeah. By a goblin. Yes, that's right. By goblin. And uh, do you remember how it goes? No. Oh, so maybe not that distinctive after all. Well, I mean, it wasn't a jingle, but but the the mood that it set was very uh, memorable. Memorable, yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have to pardon how bad I am at it, but I believe it goes a little something like this. Da na 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 na. Witch, 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 witch. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I know you just had to hear me sing. Well, uh, do you know anything about the score of this movie coming up? The I, remake. I I can't say that I do. So you don't know who is responsible for it or what it may sound like. It's not Goblin again. It's not Goblin again. I don't know. What what uh, you tell me? Do you want me to tell you? I do. Okay. Tom York did the soundtrack. Oh. Or the score, I should say. Okay. So, I guess we'll find out if it's a, if it lives up to the original. 
this again might be them going in a completely new direction. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see if it pays off. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what the, or hear, I should say, what the soundtrack mm. sounds like, the score. Because uh, if there's someone I trust to write a musical score that would achieve a, uh, a different, a dream, a different, but also equally dreamy vibe. Yeah. I think Tom York is up to the task. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So does that give you a little more confidence then? It gives me hope. And hope is all you need. Hope is all you need. Yep. Help me, Tom York. You're my only hope. Mm-hmm. He's the Obi-Wan here. All right. Um, I don't know if I have, I mean, you know, given that I've read a bunch of reviews, I do know a few other things about the movie, but I don't think I know anything that's particularly spoilery and I don't have any predictions beyond that. Do you? Uh, so, I mean, I think I would predict that we'll get some additional character backstory that we weren't really getting in the last edition. I also think there may be a risk that those standout moments that do exist may feel a little bit duller that the film may not achieve the same kind of scary palette of surrealism. That's the backdrop for all of the slasher moments to where they may not come across the same way. Yeah. Do you expect that this is going to be scary? I'm going to say no. Relative to the last one, I'm going to say that it's it's going to feel less scary somehow. I that agree. it may try, but I I think it's going to be one of those films that winds up going more for um unsettling mood. Yeah. You know, there won't be a lot of jump out of your seat scares. I think there will be some things that happen that disturb us mm. and that for other parts of the movie, we're going to be feel very like unnerved and tense, but I don't expect a lot of, uh, shocks. Yeah. Well, anything else? Something that made the last film enjoyable was that odd vibe around the whole plot. Like it was kind of dreamlike in its oddness. Yeah. Think about the main character. I think we get a glimpse and she has a, a romantic interest uh, that we get like one line from at the beginning. But anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is that the characters themselves have this hollowness and this this feeling where you don't you do you start to see within the the context of the dance school some relationships forming. But the, even still, the characters just seem so weird, and it's it just makes the horror more stark that mm. the the rest of the what's going on with the characters is just this bizarre. You can't like everyone is opaque. No, there's no you don't really get the sense of the motivations that are deeply motivating any of our characters. Even our main character is kind of like, why is she here? What? what is happening and i feel like there may um if we see an attempt to try to treat that differently or bring the characters to life i don't know what the effect is going to be on the on the rest of the scene well it'll lose that dream dreaminess that you're talking about um but will the movie be able to survive with that i mean you know it's it's the remaker's dilemma where you have to balance 
loyalty to the original with taking new creative strides, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't, to a certain extent, you want balance there. You don't want either instinct to overwhelm the other. Right. Because so, why not just remaster the original film if you're not going to take some chances? And right. But at the same new. time, if you take so many chances, it's not even really the same movie. Really. Right. So, or at least it's not the movie people are expecting to see. It's not the movie you sold them. Right. Right. So, yeah, it sounds to me like this particular creator is going to lean more towards the creative new direction side of the spectrum, Mm. but I'm hoping he is on the right uh, side of it. You know, like the part of the scale where it's like still recognizably what you thought you were in for. Right. While still being presenting it in some interesting and new and thought provoking way. It's all going to come down to the core of, of how well the horror comes across and and don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not completely ruling out that this uh that this movie may have some scares to it and the and the horror may be good uh but that that's what it's really about is you want you want that thrill i think look if it's not that scary but i'm still visually stunned and transported by it i'll take that too yeah fair enough yep so uh there's there's two ways to win here luca Let's see which one you choose to go for. All right. You got anything else? No, that's it. Let's let's see this. All right, cool. Let's go see this fucking movie. Witch, 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 witch. This is the part where we're watching the movie. And now it's done. All right, so we're back from the theater. Drew, better late or never? Never, certainly. Dave, better late or never? Never. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, so we'll catch you next time, and uh, that'll be it for tonight. Yeah, that's really enough said. Uh, but no. But no. We should say why. There's so much to say, in fact. I honestly can't i don't even know where to begin the the problems were so comprehensive i okay this is going to be spoilery spoilers just again i know we do the warning at the top but just to remind everyone so this movie uh has i think without hyperbole the single most unpleasant scene I think I've ever seen put to film or digital as the case may be it was the most upsetting thing to watch I've ever had to sit through this may I think this was the worst theater going experience of my entire life the seats were uncomfortable (laughs) the audience was crinkling their snacks yeah they were crinkly and the movie was this yeah, I mean, uh, you see, you say something. To, well, what gosh, did, you know the 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 things that I was looking for going in were a lot to do with comparing it to the original, right? As you do with a remake, uh huh, right? And man, there were so many things that it lost that the that the original had that it was about. You know, like <clears throat> what was this movie about? It, I look, they they. We talked about some of the things that were good with the last Suspiria 
the the musical score. I, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, the, the music was not the music was not awesome. standing out. No, yeah. Um, gosh, I mean the 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 artistic atmospheric feeling that the original Suspiria gave us that kind of singular eccentric kind of set design feel to things we lost that as well i mean there was some well this movie goes in the complete other direction where everything is this muted desaturated gray and you know brown and it's constantly raining and soaked i feel like i i felt drafty just watching this movie yep you know and you know that's a choice and whatever but i it wasn't the right one. I mean, oh man. And and look, I just I have to keep coming back to the violence in this film is so singularly horrifying. I so the scene I was referring to earlier that was so hard to watch. Here's what happens. Um if anyone's seen have you seen It Follows? Yeah. So at the beginning of It Follows, there's a girl who's being stalked by the uh the sex demon. And you see her run away from it, and then she goes to a beach, and then she apparently has decided to just face it, you know? And it's nighttime. You see her sitting there, and then something starts approaching her that she can see, and then it's a smash cut to morning, and she is gone from being alive to being dead, and she's all, like, turned around and knotted up like a like human a pretzel. pretzel. Mm. And... Just that, that like still sh- single moment shot of the body after a person has died uh, done that way, that was enough to scare the shit out of me and to upset millions of other people who liked It Follows. Yeah. This scene is how the girl got that way. Yeah. Only way longer than it had to be. And she doesn't even die at the end. That's the worst part, is that she is still alive when it's all over, and then she comes in for even more torture and abuse. Yep. It's it's sickening. Yeah, it's sickening. And it's... That know, scene went on for like 13 minutes. It went on way too long. It, and look, I mean, what... All right. It, it, it went so far beyond what it... Like, it was disturbing at a third of the length. It got its job done. You know, right. it, it would have been the most awful thing I'd ever seen if it had been a third as long and it just kept going. They kept coming back to it. Like, the, it just never ended. It was it was torture for me to watch it. Right. I mean, look, all of the deaths were totally different. All of the characters and their motivations and their purposes were totally different than in the well, original. All right. So... There's a twist at the end of this movie, and it's a twist that occurred to me about halfway through the film, and I was already pretty deep in the bag for not liking the movie at that point, but Mm. I thought to myself, if this turns out to be the case, and if this is what this is building to, it might already be too late, but that might redeem this movie. That could be cool enough that I'm like, all right, this movie was pretty cool despite what I've seen so far. And that was that twist was what happened, and it was cool. I didn't love the execution of it no. though. And then that just kept getting crazier and crazier until it was just 
I mean, did you say pretentious during the course of the film? I think I heard you say it at one point. I may in have. In the theater. But, like, it was such... No- it was arty nonsense. And not pleasant at all. Look, this movie's gonna wind up being very memorable for me. So, in that regard, congratulations, you've done something. But... I, I found watching this movie to be just awful, and I don't recommend it to anybody. Ditto. All right, well, in order to go out on a better note than that, because, I mean, goddamn, I I haven't felt like this since I watched Dune. Wow. Yeah, and that was a real stinker. And this, I mean... This is, this is in the same class, for sure. Well, I, I would say that... Dune is a worse movie. That that's the other thing about Suspiria is that it, it it's clearly well made and all the actors in it are doing a very good job and like the cinematography while drab is interesting and the dances are all fantastic to look at. It is so much artistic talent and hard work and creative achievement going into the service of a movie that is so horrid yeah it's 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 horrid and it's it's pointless i'm sorry but the the whole plot it's it's not giving us anything the waste of good art oh it makes it it even even worse worse. yeah you know i'm angry at this film like let's 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 use a remake of this old film as an excuse to explore some dance routines and that's well you, you, I mean the routines were cool but you could never enjoy any of them because they were all interspersed with such horrific physical abuse that's right being inflicted on people and at least in the original one we weren't no one was trying to invest in a dance show for the audience it was more about the drama of what was happening at this dance school and the bizarre atmosphere they created around the the school itself and the the halls of the school they tried to replicate some of that in this but it, they didn't do a very good job all right so yeah once again long story short this movie sucked i wanted to walk out after 20 minutes and don't see it drew uh i would echo that advice not worth seeing at all the original worth a look if you're into horror but this one definitely pass it by stay away um all right so like i said we're gonna finish this we're gonna put a better taste in our mouths just before we go which is we saw a second movie today and that movie was awesome would you like to tell the world what we saw we saw spider-man into the spider-verse which was fantastic yeah emphasis on the fan if you are a spider-man fan which i very much am as am i uh grew up as a huge spider-man fan and this movie really gave you everything that you would want as a especially as a classic spider-man fan because it brings you through different generations and gives you different iterations of spider-man and and all of them are great they're all great and the visuals are top-notch the animation is incredible and the they really get the physics right of Oh, what it's like to be web-slinging? What it's like to be web-slinging, and, totally. and so much more, actually. They do a really good job on some wild animation. 
Yeah. I thought the uh, the character design on the villains was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing that I like is that with so many Spider-Man, you get so many takes on the Spider-Man costume. And I've known uh, Spider-Gwen as a particularly good one for a while. And I've known about Miles Morales and his was super cool. But, yeah. like, I'd never seen the Spider-Man noir costume before. I'd never seen... Uh, yeah. I'd never seen Penny Parker with her mech. That was cool. Yeah. And, of course, there's Looney Tunes... Uh, Peter Porker. Peter Porker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say his costume was particularly cool, but I liked having him around. Yeah. He was he was great comic relief. Yeah. And so uh, this is a hard recommend, not only for people who are specifically into comics or into animation. This is just a really fun, good movie. If you're looking to, you know, just enjoy yourself for two hours, check it out. This is a good one. So... All right, well, with that, Drew, thanks for coming. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> They're not all going to be winners. <laughs> right. And uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, peace. Okay, we're back from the theater. Drew, better late or never? Never.